Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to High Vibe Weight Loss. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you some incredible weight loss statistics that I found completely fascinating and that I feel that you need to know. And there are a few reasons why I feel like this is so important for you to understand. I'm going to talk about those as we go through these numbers and these statistics. I know it's going to be very enlightening for all of you. You are gonna have some crazy aha moments, and when you hear what I'm gonna share with you today, you are going to walk away from listening to this podcast feeling like you are not alone in this journey and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Some of these statistics are going to sound insane, but it's crucial that you listen all the way through because at the end, I'm going to share some hope and some guidance on how you can start to change this around for you and for those that come after you and for those that you will inspire. Okay, let's just jump right in to some of these numbers. Listen to this. 74% of adults in the U.S. are currently overweight or obese. Now, a lot of the numbers that I'm going to be sharing with you today are based out of America, but a lot of these numbers are becoming the same in developed countries. They are following suit with the, you know, the Western way of eating the the standard American diet or what we call SADS for short. So you really need to uh, consider this even if you don't live in the U.S. And if you actually just look around, you will see this for yourself. Like three quarters of the adult population is currently overweight or obese. And if you're hyper-focused on your own body and your own size and your own desire to lose weight, you actually might not even be noticing this. You might just be noticing all of the beautiful people around you. You just might see everyone that is looking like how you want to look like as opposed to actually just like looking up and visibly seeing this statistic in reality. So we walk through the world with our own lens on, right? And we notice what we focus on. So if you're focusing on wanting to look a certain way, you might just be noticing that. You might be feeling jealous about the cashier at Lululemon. You might feel jealous about the skinny lady that you see walking down the street or all the women on social media that are looking like models and look like they're living these amazing lives and you internalize it as something that you want and that you don't have and perhaps you feel like you are wrong, you're doing something wrong, you are broken in some way. But if you actually look up, you will see that that is not the case. You might not notice that obesity is a worldwide epidemic right now and that more adults are experiencing being overweight now than ever before. So 74% of adults in the U.S. are currently obese or overweight. 
But what you might not see when you look up is the fact that so many more women than that are struggling with what's going on, not just on the inside, but on the out on, on the outside rather, but on the inside. You don't see the struggle that other people have around food and around their bodies. So I wanted to share this statistic. 80 to 91% of women surveyed are unhappy with their bodies. That's almost every single woman. But almost literally every single woman, 97% of women say that they have at least one negative thought about their body image every single day. That's pretty close to 100% of women. That is crazy. Almost every single woman has at least one negative thought about their body image every single day. And I will admit that I can totally relate to this. And I can also relate to these numbers that I'm about to share with you. Okay. Women spend on average, this is insane, 17 years of their lifetime dieting. Now, I spent almost 30 years of my life dieting on and off. So this statistic feels totally real for me. Another one, an average female talks about dieting at least 21 minutes every day. I would honestly imagine that number to be higher because I talk about weight loss every day, all day long. But when I wasn't struggling, when I was struggling with my weight, rather, uh, I definitely felt like I focused more than like 80% of my day on dieting on my body and on food. But apparently we talk about it 21 minutes every day. Here's another stat. 45% of American women are on a diet on any given day. So right now, that means almost half of all women in the U.S. are on a diet right now. And 80% of 10-year-old girls have been on a diet. This, I was like, yes, I feel this. 80% of 10-year-old girls surveyed have admitted to being on a diet, and most girls start dieting by the age of eight. This is totally true for me. This is right around the time where I myself started looking at my body and started changing the way that I ate. I didn't know if I would have called it a diet back then. Probably by the time I was 10, I certainly did. Does this feel true for you? What about this? 75% of women reported disordered eating behaviors struggling with bulimia and borderline anorexia myself, this absolutely rings true for me. So I'm just going to pause here for a minute and ask you, does this sound familiar? Does this feel like you? Does this feel like your family or your friends? I know it totally does feel for me personal. And of course, for my clients and for the women that I work with, I hear these stories all the time. Starting dieting extremely young, trying all of the things, feeling fat and not pretty enough. This struggle connects almost every single one of us. And during the pandemic, over over 70% of Americans gained even more weight. And the point is, the reason why I'm sharing this with you um, is because I want you to know that you're not alone. 
what you're going through is not an isolated experience. It is not your fault. I mean, seriously, if 75% of adults are struggling with their weight, it can't possibly be because every single one of these adults are broken or are failures. Something is failing us. Our bodies and our behaviors are reacting to something that is not working in our lives, in our world, in our society, in our environment. That's a big statement to make, but it is true. We are reacting to the world around us. Our bodies were designed to be their ideal size, shape, and health. Everything our body does is to get us back into order, right? So think about it when you're sick. Our body responds with a series of processes to make us well. We get a virus or a foreign invader that gets into our bodies. We create antibodies to fight off the invaders. We might get a fever to stop the invaders from multiplying so that we can produce the fighter blood cells to fight them off. We get a runny nose or we get mucousy because that gets the invaders out of our body and it blocks any new ones from coming in and we feel tired so that our immune system and our cells can use that energy to fight the sickness and to recover and get back into a state of balance and homeostasis. Our body wants to be its healthiest state and that includes a healthy weight. So what is going on here? How is it possible that three quarters of adults in the U.S., but dare I say, like the world, it's looking like that, it's turning into that, is overweight or obese? What's going on here? Well, I will tell you that our food system and the programs that are currently here to help us be healthy are not working. And in fact, they're not even what we should really be doing and what we actually need. So I'm going to throw some stats out here about what is going on in our environment. All right. Fast food is at like almost every single street corner. The industry itself is worth over $1 trillion worldwide, $1 trillion worldwide. That's just fast food and processed food sales. This is like in your grocery store and convenience stores total about 2 trillion globally. So that's $3 trillion that the industry is worth for fast food and for processed foods. And these are obviously things that are making us unwell and unhealthy and overweight, right? And here's another one. The healthy eating, nutrition, and weight loss industry is almost a trillion dollar business worldwide. A trillion dollars just in weight loss and nutrition and healthy eating. And Weight Watchers alone makes over a billion dollars a year. These numbers are insane, guys. Think about how much money is put into providing us all with food that is unhealthy yet convenient and then selling us weight loss things and nutrition that is supposed to then make us healthy. So on one side of the coin, we have unhealthy and then the other side of the coin, we have healthy. And Americans, like they spend 
$2.1 billion a year, billion dollars a year on weight loss and diet pills. That's just pills. Okay. So Weight Watchers is making a billion. All these pill companies are making like $2 billion a year, all on the fact that 75% of adults are overweight and obese. These numbers are almost unfathomable to most of us. We're talking trillions of dollars being spent on food that is making us overweight and billions of dollars in an industry that's selling us on being thinner. Okay. Yet here we go. We're spending all this money on the traditional weight loss industry. And yet here's a stat. 95% of diet attempts fail. Only five percent of people who try to lose weight ultimately succeed. Why? Why? Because these companies want your money. They want repeat customers. Okay. McDonald's isn't offering you salads so that you will be healthier. It's so that you'll come in the door with your family and maybe you'll get the salad, but you likely won't and they won't right? The shake companies, the meal replacement companies, they want you to replace meals with their products on repeat. Who remembers when Special K Cereal created their own diet that was just about eating Special K Cereal for two meals of your day? Was that really about you getting healthy and lean and teaching you how to eat well? No, it wasn't. Not at all. Now, I used to work for 15 years. I worked for the world's largest food companies promoting pre-packaged foods. Most of these foods that I marketed were, quote, healthy, but were honestly designed just to be overly delicious so that you will become addicted to them, so that you will crave them, and so that you will overeat them. That was my job, was to promote the overconsumption of these healthy foods. Now, once in a while have at it. Like I certainly, um, have these foods sometimes they're called sometimes foods in my home and that's completely and totally fine. But the fact that these companies are driven by profits just goes to show you that they are focused more on the money than they are about your health. And where do they get the money from you buying the products and continuing to buy the products? Did you know that the average person will try 126 fad diets over the course of their lifetime. 126. I could name probably two dozen of the fad diets that I've tried off the top of my head. But if I really sat down, I'm, I know there will be many, many more. Now, Weight Watchers is the world's number one weight loss system and program out there in terms of revenue generated, not by success, not by the number of people who have used their program and lost the weight for good. I know lots of people who have lost weight on Weight Watchers, but they've gained it all back. And Weight Watchers has been around since the 1960s. And so the founder's grandkids are still struggling with their weight. <laughs> My mom did Weight Watchers. Her mom, I'm sure, did Weight Watchers, and I certainly grew up doing Weight Watchers myself. It never actually worked for me for the long term. It never actually worked for my mom for the long term. Neither did it for my grandmother. And even Oprah Winfrey. I love Oprah. She's amazing. She's an inspiration. 
but she has an ongoing partnership with Weight Watchers, not because it works, but because it makes her money. Oprah still publicly struggles with her own weight. So clearly the food industry is not here to help us. The mainstream diet industry is not here to help us either. And what most people think they need to do to lose the weight is generally incorrect, old school, not the right way to do things. Crash diets or low calorie diets or exercising a lot are the top ways that people try to lose weight. But more than 90% of people will quit going to the gym within three months of signing up. And as I've already said, 95% of diet attempts fail because that is not the right way to do things. Sure, eating less if you're overeating will be helpful, but restrictive diets and low calorie diets are not the answer. I've talked about that a million times already in my other podcast episodes. So if you want to go back and understand why that is, go ahead and binge listen to my other podcast episodes. Exercise is amazing to support your overall health, but there is certainly a way that we can do it wrong and a way that it could be sabotaging our weight loss efforts. And really it comes down to finding the right thing and sticking to it. And that's not just in the meal plan. That is in the strategies to change your habits, to stop relying on willpower and to change your mindset and your thinking and your energy into becoming that person that you know you want to be. And that is not just following a low-calorie restrictive diet or workout regime. The, the TV show, The Biggest Loser, who remembers The Biggest Loser? Participants from that show regained about 70% of the weight they lost. And if you remember watching that show, we're not talking about a little bit of weight. They weren't on there to lose 30 pounds. They were on there to lose like 100 plus pounds. So gaining 70% of that back is a lot. So they would still be considered overweight or obese even after what they did on the show, which was super restrictive eating and crazy insane workouts that just probably burnt them out, killed their cortisol, and messed up their metabolism for a really, really long time permanently if they didn't obviously change what they were doing for the better. And unfortunately, the government and their own food guidelines have not done much to help us. And in fact, it has had a major role on contributing to the obesity epidemic. So what the government's guidelines has done over the past many, many decades as it's prioritized simple carbs like breads and pastas and cereals, which we now know spikes our insulin and our fat storage hormone, while these guidelines have demonized good fat, good fat that actually curbs your appetite, increases your metabolism, and reduces your insulin and fat storage levels. So, we can't exactly rely on the government's regulations either, and yet that is how we grew up learning about food and what is healthy. And we don't exactly know why this is, why the guidelines are so unsupportive of a healthy population, but what we do know is these statistics. In 2020, top food manufacturers like PepsiCo and Mars and Nestle and 27 others whose profits come 
from selling high sugar pre-packaged products spent close to $40 million on government lobbying, excuse my words, lobbying in the U.S. That is a lot of money to get their agenda listened to on the highest of highest levels. And so I've thrown a lot of statistics out at you right now, and I've done this because, well, for some some very simple and clear reasons. One, because when you struggle with your weight and with food, it can be a very lonely experience. It can be filled with a lot of shame and guilt and sadness and regret. And I want you to see that you're not alone. And the fact that almost three quarters of adult women struggle with the same thing goes to show you what is going on out there. So while you're walking around with your lens of, I want this, I want this, you could look up and see that most women out there want that and struggle with that too. So let's have compassion for ourselves and for those around us. Another reason why I share all this with you is because you need to know how we got here as a collective. How did society, how did the world pretty much get to this point? And how is it that billions Billions with a B, billions of people all over the world are obese or overweight. And I want you to see that, you know, what we've been doing, including what the government and big business has been doing, has been perpetuating this epidemic. It is not your fault when you are being influenced by big government, big business, big money. There is something else going on here. And the third reason why I share this with you is because you need to see that what we've been doing hasn't been working. It's obvious that you do not need another fad diet to finally lose the weight. You cannot use another pill or low calorie meal or the traditional weight loss systems or another gym membership and hope that you are going to be the lucky 5% that finally releases the weight for good successfully. So I am one of those, the 5%, but I was not lucky. I just did something wildly different than what most people are doing. After being these exact statistics, that we talked about for the last 30 years, these statistics were me. I was overweight. I have been on a diet on and off since I was at least 10 years old. I've tried the Weight Watchers and the Slim Fast Shakes and the um, the Special K diet. Like this was totally me. So I can absolutely relate, but I had to stop the effing dieting. And I had to focus on what my body actually needed to release the weight. And it was a combination of nutritional steps, mindset work that actually allowed me to follow through and do the nutritional steps, as well as doing the inner work that made it all feel like it was surprisingly easy and natural and flow because it was right for me from a holistic level. So I couldn't just keep doing the same old things that I was doing for decades 
and expecting that I would just stick to it and expecting that it would just work, right? Some hack, some trick, or some new pill. It never worked. You have to do something different to get a different result. And I don't want you to be one of these statistics anymore, unless that is in that 5%. I want you to love and appreciate your body. And I want you to be able to achieve the body and the health that you desire. I want you to break free from the hundred and something fad diets we've tried cycle. And I want you to break free from overeating and that cycle of feeling confused and frustrated and alone and guilty and regretful and hopeless. I want everything for you that you want for yourself because you deserve it. And it is possible. Despite these bleak statistics, how do you become the on the other end of those statistics? You have to do something different. If the average person is overweight and obese, then you have to do something outside of that average, outside of that normal. It is possible for you. You just have to look at it from a different lens. See that there is another way. And of course, I invite you into high vibe weight loss if that way feels right for you. And just do what it is that you feel is right for you because you feel it in your bones, not because you see it on TV, not because you see Oprah or some celebrity saying that this is what finally worked for them. I will tell you that they have a lot more help than you do on the back end that you don't see. So you can't necessarily use the same systems that they're using to achieve those results. And I'll bet that if you look back and all those spokespeople, they are still struggling with their weight, either you know physically and visibly or internally on the inside, because it takes more than just a meal plan and a fad diet to get there. I hope you found these statistics very eye-opening, very fascinating, and empowering for you to do something different so that you can get a different result. I'm sending you all of the high vibes. Thanks for joining me today. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.